0: Lenten Messiah with Andrew Kleinsmith from MessiahFilm.com Session 15 Grief and Sorrow Transgression and Iniquity Welcome to you my name is Andrew Kleinsmith let me read for you Isaiah chapter 53 verses 3 to 6 He was despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned, every one, to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. When Isaiah had this prophetic revelation of the servant of the Lord who would suffer for the world according to the will of God, He must have wondered to whom and at what time the Spirit of God in him was indicating as he moved Isaiah to predict Christ's sufferings and the glories that would come from them. Jesus is the man who carries away the sin of the world. He carries them away to the cross. Isaiah's words link two image worlds that speak of the human condition. One that today we like to use and one that we find uncomfortable or confronting. That first world of images is that of suffering. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. We live in an age of sympathy and empathy towards sufferers. More, we live in a deeply psychological age So we tend to think that sympathy and empathy are the key ways to deal with psychological pain. We also tend to think that psychological pain is primarily due perhaps to a lack of sympathy and empathy coming our way. This passage does acknowledge that we do live in a world of pain. Jesus comes alongside us and bears our grief and carries our sorrow. He became fully acquainted with our grief. He knew it from the inside. This is more than sympathy and empathy combined. It is transfer. Our griefs and sorrows became his. But Isaiah does point to a more complex a deeper truth. This deeper and more complex truth takes a perspective that we don't often get to in our world. Our lives are not simply the impact of events and actions upon us, for good or for ill, our lives are lived, to use a Latin phrase, Coram Deo, before the face of God. Every day, every part of this creation exists by the sustaining word of God, and God fills the whole creation with his presence. As Psalm 139 points out, There is nowhere in all creation where we can escape God's presence, even the grave. The very worst of our pain, our grief, our sorrow, comes not from the acts of others, but from those acts that we do, those wrongs and failures we perpetrate. And the real pain of them, the deepest grief and sorrow of them, is that all this stands in the presence of God. Made for glory, made to reflect the truth of God in every atom of our being, every action, thought, and emotion of our lives, we have grief and sorrow at its most painful point from our failure to be all that we're meant to be. So Isaiah's words speak not only of grief and sorrow but also of transgressions and iniquities these are essentially relational words they are about wrongs not done against an abstract code but rather a despising of a relationship that we're made for a deep intimacy with god and isaiah tells us that jesus god's son who has from eternity been in the deep intimacy of God, comes into our world and comes so close to us that our sorrows and griefs, our transgressions and iniquities become his. He bears them all. We all alike had turned away and gone astray and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Let us pray. Father, we spend so much of our lives avoiding the deep reality of our failure to love you with all we have and are and to live as your image in the world. It causes us grief and sorrow, the pain of not being what you've made us for. And then we fall into a pathetic self-pity Help us to see that mercy and grace in you, which is better by far than that self-pity. Help us see Jesus, who bore our grief and carried our sorrows and transgressions and iniquities, owning up for them all before you, so that we might be free from them and free again toward you. Amen.